the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, and it's meeting time. This Sunday, I was prepared to share God's thoughts through my words about the spiritual gifts of freedom and joy that you and I receive when we accept Christ as our Savior and apply His teaching that transform our lives. Well, a telephone call has changed our agenda. Today, you're going to hear God's thoughts, but through the words of another man. And his name is Bob Sill. Let me explain this format change. In my late 20s, I was uh, an account executive for a major radio station in Pittsburgh, PA. And Bob was my sales manager. Because of my addictive lifestyle, I lost that career opportunity. And Bob, he moved on to becoming a successful businessman, owning his own advertising agency. Going in different directions... I thought our relationship was completely over. Listen to this. Listen how God works. 50 years later, in 2021, we spotted each other at a sporting event. Do you hear me? 50 years later. And since then, we've reunited doing God's work through our various ministries. And on 9-11 of this year, as the country reflected and honored those lost 22 years ago, Bob called me, and he shared something that we all need to hear. In the last 22 years, many of us haven't heard the whole story of the attack on our country. Where was God during this evil invasion on 9-11? Well, I had to have Bob with us for the next couple of weeks, and he's going to share his personal testimony and divulge God's omnipresence on 911. Having said that, enough of my words, and let's hear the wisdom and words of Bob Seal. Bob, welcome. Well, Terry, it's, uh, it's nice to be here with you after, oh. after 50 years. I was just going to ask you, isn't it amazing that after 50 years, God rekindled our relationship so that we can tell others that they can have a personal relationship with Christ and that the Holy Spirit is with them through all facets. Yeah, we say, it, we say it all the time. Not our time, God's time. And it's amazing, after 50 years in God's time, it seems like we were just together 15 minutes ago. And uh, that's the beauty, I think, of uh, the presence of God and the little miracles that occur that give us uh, additional faith. Amen. Hey, Bob, before you share the revelation of where God was on 911, share with us the beginning of your walk with the Lord and how he revealed himself to you personally. Well, I was, uh, you talk about addiction. I was, uh, I thought, uh, in the perfect place in life. I was... Uh, successful, I guess, in terms of business, in terms of my family, my wife, my cars, my possessions. 
I really thought that I didn't need anything. You had it all. I had it all. Why did I need God? Why did I need a retreat? Why did I need really anything in that direction? And and I had worked on my faith for a long time. And from the time I was a kid, I was I was raised Catholic, and my mother was Episcopalian, and I went that route. And then the smarter I got, you know, the less I believed in God, the less I believed in any of it. And I pretty much became not agnostic. I became an atheist. And I got to the point where this is all a bunch of— uh, God sent his son to die for us. Wait a second. The football coach slaps the kid around on the field, and the next day he knows he's going to heaven. So how big of a sacrifice was that really? That's how bad I was. I was in a place where God sacrificing his son to us to save our sins was bunk. It was nothing. You know, I I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm, I'm so glad you're addressing this because we have somebody listening today. It feels the same way that you did. They don't even believe he exists. Yeah, no question. And and Terry, I would say, you said it all. I thought I had it all, but there was still a giant hole in me that needed answered. What was I missing that no one else knew about? My wife, my family, everyone thought I had it all, and I was empty. So very quickly, my wife recommended that I went to this uh, – retreat for an organization called Pittsburgh Men's Emmaus. And I thought, you know, I really don't need this retreat, but I'll go up on Friday night just to appease her and a friend of mine who was in the organization, who I liked very much. Your wife, she was a woman of faith? Well, yes. Yeah, very very much so. And, you know, we did the go to church and, you know, all of that, but I sat in the pew and uh, it was all fake, Right, I was just there for the kids, and I was there, and you know. But in reality, I wasn't there at all. But I put on a good face for the family, okay. And I know there's plenty of people who are in that position. I learned that at a mass, right? So I go to this retreat, and I hear these guys talk. There's about a hundred guys there, uh, about forty of us that are new, that are pretty much like me, that don't believe in anything or have questions about their faith or are stuck. Where's God in that? You know, somebody loses somebody you know, a family member, and they start to go away from it all. And But I didn't think there was anything anyway. So so I go to this retreat, and they ask you each to stand up and say a little something about yourself. Well, now I know God told me what to say. So really, for the first time in my life in a meeting like that, I stood up and told the truth. I mean, the truth. Hey, Bob, why are you here? Hey, good to meet you, that kind of thing, right? Something said to me, and I know now it was God, Bob, just tell them the truth. So I stood up and I said, guys, I said, first of all, I wish I were you, you know, but I'm not. I'm an atheist. And I know you guys are all God-fearing people. I wish I was. I'm not. I'm not a guy's guy. I'm not a cigar smoker. I'm not. I'm just not that guy. I have pretty much everything that anybody would think that you would want. But there's still a little bit of hole in me. But let me just say this to you. My wife is going to be circling the parking lot. I told her I would come, do an introduction, and then come pick me up at 10 o'clock because I'm out of here. While you were sharing that, these men in this Christian environment, did they look at you with jaundiced eyes? Well, absolutely. I thought what they would do would be, okay, let's get rid of this guy. Terry. 
The second I was done with that, the whole room stood up and applauded. And one guy said, who was the leader of the team, it's the only honest man in the room. Amen. (laughs) So I called my wife and I said, you know what? These are really some pretty good guys. I think I'm going to stay here just because they're such good people. But do I believe in any of this junk? Absolutely not. But I'm going to stay overnight. We'll see what happens tomorrow. But call me, and I'll see you at about noon. Take me home. I'm out of here. Maybe you could share some of your wisdom with these men, right? Well, you had it all. What? what I had it all, but there was no wisdom in that. Yes. Quite frankly, Terry, I was going straight to hell. Amen. And I didn't even think it existed. Yes. That's how crazy that is. Yes. I was going straight to hell, but I didn't even think it existed. That's so powerful. So many people think like that, Bob. Oh, amen. Well, so the next day, uh, I am sitting in the front row because I want to be able to look at my cell phone, and I'm texting my son, did you cut the grass? Did you? Are you... I'm not even paying attention. There's a person up there giving their life story, not a priest, not a minister, just a guy who's addicted with a life story of his own situation. And the room went black. In front of my face came my father's face. Now, this is going to sound crazy to anybody that's out there, and it doesn't sound real, but this is what happened to me, and this is how God spoke to me personally. You know, it's wonderful when there's a miracle that happens overseas or you hear about something or somebody gets cured or whatever. But until you have your own miracle, until you have your own unexplainable situation that only could have occurred if there is indeed a God, when you're really down, when you're really out, none of those other miracles really mean much to you. Because if you don't believe it and you haven't seen it in your heart, at least that's me, that's my experience, I was gone. Well, The room goes black. My father's face is before me, and I see him saying to me, if it's going to be, it's up to me, Bobby. Don't ever forget. If it's going to be, it's up to you. Now, at the time, I was eight years old, and I had forgot about this. Altogether, my dad would lay on my arms and my legs, and he would try to tell me to get him off of me. And this would help make me stronger so that I could face life. And and that I understood. The whole thing belongs to you, Bob. You have to make it happen. Nobody else, nothing else. You're responsible for your life and your family. Well, I had forgotten all about that. I had buried that. And that was the hole that was in me. And at that moment, I learned God sent me that message because it wasn't up to me. It was up to thee. Amen. Say that again, bro. It wasn't up to me. It was up to thee. And at that moment, I felt like there was honey being poured all over my body. I was on the ground. Other brothers had to come up and help me go to a chair. And I I had this warm feeling that I have heard since that time other people have had that have similar experience. What was that? It was the presence of God. Amen. It was the Holy Spirit. Wait a minute. Back up a second. You fell to the ground? Uh, uh, now, it was at lunchtime. The, I'm still in black. I mean, by that I'm saying I'm seeing nothing and I'm feeling nothing but this warmth and I'm seeing my father's face. Then my father's face disappears. 
I mean, I'm talking about right in my face, right like face-to-face. So everyone had left the room. I hadn't really said anything. I was just sitting there motionless. And a person named Mike Hill, who was one of the other guys, he comes up and he said, Bob, are you okay? And I said, Mike, I, <laughs> I just think I experienced a personal miracle. And Spirit, I, don't, I don't know anything about miracles. Spiritual, spiritual awakening. Spiritual awakening. So he took me to, to a room. We sat in a chair. Uh, I essentially, fluid came out of my body everywhere. It was, it was a profound. Now, remember, I'm thinking, I'm not here for any reason other than to appease my wife and my buddy. And I, I'm, I'm getting, I'm going home. And it was about twelve o'clock when I told her to come to pick me up. And it was twelve o'clock. Wow. I I called her. I said, honey. I'm staying here because something wonderful is going on, and I feel a change in my life. And that hole in my chest felt full, if only for a minute, for the first time in my whole life. Amen. And what was that hole in your soul filled with? Well, obviously, it was filled with the Holy Spirit. I didn't know what it was then. I just thought it was some strange psychological but since then, I have had 33 such miracles to me. They're mine, right? That I know that no matter what happens in the world, no matter how low I get, and I've been low, no matter what happens, I know God exists. I know he, he is interested in me, has a place in my life, and I go to him for answers whenever I'm up against it. Bob, you need to come back in the future because there's too many miracles that we need to hear from your life that can be extended to the lives of others to have them come to believe. But we only have a little bit of time left, and I'm going to ask you to come back next week because we haven't even addressed your 911 call to me and the miracles on that day 22 years ago. Would you come back next week? Terry, I'd love to come back. You know, my goal in life since that time is to help other people have their own miracle because mine doesn't matter and listening to my miracle doesn't matter. If you're up against it, you need to have your own miracle I've learned. And there's things that I did in my life and other men now that I know and women that gave them their own miracles. And if I can share whatever that is so that who's ever listening, can have their own true miracle personal experience with the Holy Spirit, then I'll be here as often as you want me to be. And it doesn't have to be the miracle of the splitting of the Red Sea, does it, Bob? Well, absolutely not. And it doesn't have to be your father's face coming before you in a blackout. There are subtle messages that we get every day if we're doing certain things that I've learned that, you know, if anybody wants to share them, I'm happy to do that. Amen for that. Folks, Bob's going to be coming back next week. And he's going to be addressing the phone call that he made to me that had God inspire me to have him come and share his story. So you do not want to miss next week. You want to tell your friends, your family, your cohorts. You want to tell them that Bob Sill will be back and address Where is God in our lives? Amen. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.